0: Hello. Hello. <laughs> Why are you laughing?
1: Today has been a long day, y'all. Me and Andre have uh-huh. been talking for over 30 minutes on various <laughs> topics inappropriate for the air, and mm-hmm. um,
0: I am before we decided to press record. <laughs> finally,
1: I'm a few drinks into um, water, of course, also Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. You gotta
0: stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i'm a little drunky drunk today so i think it'll be a fun episode i'm really looking forward to it um shout out to our non-sponsors today bailarine which is from manchester ridge vineyard <laughs> mendocino ridge that's a 2018 chardonnay and mike's hard lemonade because uh how can you go wrong so um
0: yeah also i'm not drunk this is just how i always sound but um but sunny is and so we'll, we'll go with that also scary talk does not under underage drinking because as we all know sunny is tough but <laughs> Anyway, yes. Spoiler alert: spoiler. I am
1: of age, so don't worry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, hi all, welcome to this week's episode of Scary Talk. We have we have the spooks for you today. This uh, what we're talking about today is super duper interesting. Um, I think uh, we're gonna get into it in a minute. We'll let you know what it is. Be prepared for it. But first, uh, how are you, Sunny? In the <laughs> in the acceptable for air way. How are you doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, as you know, I'm a little sick um uh-huh. but at, mm-hmm. overall i'm doing well not rona um, not rona not rona and not stds mm-hmm. which like honestly are the okay. same thing like have you gotten tested yeah. have you told everyone you've contacted about it, it, it the, the parallels are actually kind of wild like if you do get it there's a lot of shame put on you for getting it um
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh i would say more you
0: can't fuck people for a yeah, while i
1: mean you know a <laughs> lot of good parallels there <laughs> luckily not infected with either um in terms of how I'm doing, I've got a lot of thoughts about today's episode. I'm really excited. I have a lot of thoughts on like sound, what sound even is, why it is that mysterious sounds creep us out extra and um yeah how else am i doing you know i'm energized i've been watching a lot of trisha paytas recently which i know is like (laughs) we haven't even discussed this it's like bad news don't sponsor her she's very problematic um but she's been doing this frenemies podcast with um ethan from h3h3 productions who's also problematic he's made like terrible terrible videos about how like cultural appropriation is just like people overreacting and it's so funny because he calls her out but i'm also like Don't act like you're on a high horse. They Mm -hmm. have this wonderful dynamic where they're like siblings who hate each other, but also talk just very passively aggressive, like passive aggressively with one another.
0: (laughs) They're Um, so entertaining. (laughs) I've I've seen the friend of the podcast.
1: I I actually love it. I can't stop watching. It's like watching a train wreck, but in a good way where I'm also low key invested and want them to like remain, remain good friends. Um, Uh huh.
0: Trisha's quit the show like 10 times in like, the 10 episodes. <laughs> no, so.
1: right? I just watched number 14. And it's like, okay, I guess. And it's two hours long. And it's like you guys are insane you're literally fucking insane um
0: what is insane is like that they got together at all to begin with because they hated each other because she started to date Ethan's like like brother-in-law it was like yes. when, when Ethan didn't want that to happen yes. it's Insane. and like. literally
1: I watched the old podcast from when she had come on from a year ago and she literally just came on because he hated her <laughs> and mm-hmm. they talked and now they're like talking because they're family members where she's dating his brother-in-law mm-hmm. and that is so funny to me they're like um <laughs> really? no so now they're family because she's dating his brother-in-law and it's so funny because they're talking on air and they're like yeah so rosh hashanah the food was shit right and then you're like oh my god you guys ate rosh hashanah together that's insane like you're telling me you see each other at family outings and then you do this podcast where you dress up like ridiculous they have these costumes well the sunny don't you know and-
0: I mean, Trisha is, is 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 Jewish now. She can't stop talking about it on her channel. I mean, aside from obviously being trans, gay, having uh, that one personality disorder, she's also a chicken nugget. She's also half black, if you remember. Um, I believe she's also a lesbian, uh, and she also said she's a drag king. So you're so
1: right. You like are more updated <laughs> on her past than I am because the frenemies <laughs> podcast is like my main exp- exposure. I haven't gone that far back, but
0: uh-huh.
1: I don't know. I the thing with Trisha is I feel... She talks so quickly. If I talk quick, more quickly during this podcast, you will now know why. It is Trisha's influence. But she talks insanely fast. It looks like she's either having a manic episode or she's just straight-up ADHD. That sounds so offensive, but one of the two has to be true, literally.
0: And I think so. I
1: say this with an ADHD mother who's now passed away <laughs> um, and a bipolar aunt who's, who's still alive. So the thing is, she... I just feel kind of bad for her because I can tell she seems really sharp. You literally can't talk that fast unless you have thoughts that fast, right? Which I don't think anyone mm-hmm. gives her credit for. Her mind, her mind, period. Uh, is going it's, it's going in a thousand miles a minute. And she has like thoughts and stuff. She's just not well educated. I don't know if she's had more than like a high school diploma. So when she tries to talk about Jewish issues, she sound like she sounds like... An ignorant idiot which she probably is and I don't know more about like how problematic she's been I'm sure she's been terrible but well, okay
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah she's problematic The the, the talking fasting though I don't know if you know this Sunny i to blow your mm-hmm. mind but in 2010 trisha was like an audience member that ellen called upon and shut she was up. on the ellen show talking fast like she was like it was like uh what's what's the audience's talents um sep- segment and she was like called upon and she was like my talent is talking fast shut and up. she just read ellen's book for 30 seconds like super duper fast shut up also no in 2012 trisha went on america's got talent in front of simon cowell and the other judges and she said my talent my talent wait, is talking wait, fast wait, wait 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 was she and that contestant
1: she... who hugged Howie and he was like how yeah yeah and she had yeah Trish booty? like fish oh my god yeah oh my god I forgot about that whoa that's yeah. just con- she announced herself as Trish in like my fish like fish right now whoa <laughs> and how did she maintain relevance over like 10 years that's actually insane that's actually pretty insane yeah whoa that's blowing my mind um
0: I know But yeah, honestly,
1: Frenemies podcast, really fun. Kind of like me and Andre, if we actually hated each other. Um,
0: Yeah, shh, don't. don't Yeah, honestly,
1: Um, I'm actually very grateful we don't have a dynamic like the Frenemies (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Um, But really, really fun, and that's kind of what I've been up to. But now that we're seven minutes in, how have you been, Andre?
0: (laughs) Um, it's, it's it's fine to worry. I don't have a lot of updates. I am fine. I have been binging The Crown, though, and mm. I have to talk about it. It is such a good show. I only started watching it because I saw that my mom was watching it, like, like nonstop a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? I um, I decided to watch The Queen's uh, Gambit recently, which is probably the best Netflix show I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I haven't watched um, it yet, but I'm
1: kind of in love with Anya Taylor-Joy. Like, if she, you know... Totally
0: recommend it. Yeah. I, she's
1: one of... She's, like, one of those people where it's like, if she wanted to date... I would marry, and be oh, dude. on the spot.
0: I am a gold star gay, and I think she's beautiful. Like I think if I were straight, I would date her. um yes. I just yeah, like I like her face. I know people like give her shit for her eyes that are too far apart. Listen, it's mm-hmm. fine. Like, my eyes are not, and so if we have kids, they'll. We've be all fine.
1: noticed it, right? But i think it actually gives her a distinctive trait that allows her to stick out in hollywood you know what i mean because anyone can have a picture-perfect face where they've gotten the plastic surgery and the botox to have the perfect jawline the perfectly mm-hmm. skinny nose and the big lips mm-hmm. and the well-angled eyes stop talking because about of their, me Sunny. Stop their eyebrow stop talking about me. shut up you know you've had you haven't had to have any of these procedures but um
0: i know i just look at i follow
1: this. enough instagram accounts to know exactly what the procedures are and well, that just sounds shitty. Um, not to say Anya Taylor Joy is like perfect, I mean, maybe she has, maybe she hasn't. But I like that she has like a distinctive face. I think that's sick. And I yeah, I mean, I think it's fine to celebrate her her beauty, wide wide eye width included. So
0: yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think it actually gives her this kind of like alien mm-hmm. uh, like like mm-hmm. doe mm-hmm. look. Uh, I mean, exactly. Like, and she utilized
1: is... it so well in her roles. But yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like I know this is so corny, but like. Um, I I think there is there there is good in seeing beauty as diverse instead of monolithic. Yeah, I, I think there's absolute good in yeah, that. seriously. Like, for- mm first off, there's the good of not making 90% of the population feel like shit, because they wouldn't be deemed beautiful under the monolithic standard. And second, just like, you know, if you if you can be a part of that, you just feel good about yourself, and you and people feel good about yourself, you have a better society, and less wars, and I just solved all of the world's crisis by saying everyone is beautiful in their own way. Literally. And I'm, yeah, I mean, listen, now I'm gonna get corny cubed, but, like, to, to, to the third power, but, like, I find myself attractive. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, because I'm a hot, skinny bimbo. But beyond that, just as myself, before all of the procedures that I've had, I, um, I've... No, I, like, like, I find myself really attractive. And it. here... But here's why <laughs> this is important. Because I didn't always um, think of myself as that. And I know that's hard to believe, because I am so beautiful. But I, I used to not... <laughs> I can't. I okay, can't. Okay. Um... This is destroying. No, listen. Um... Listen, I mean, yeah, like, we all have self-esteem issues. Like, I'm just a normal human being, obviously. Like, I, I, I'm in that pool. But, um, but like, they've gotten way better. And, and I'm saying they've gotten way better as time has gone on. And I've I've started to see beauty as a different thing. And really, that's kind of the only way you can go about life. Because otherwise, you just going to fucking hate no, yourself. No, exactly. So that's
1: and I love that. And you know what? As someone where we bullied my eye shape in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is actually really funny um, Me and Andre <laughs> I can't even say this <laughs> Holy shit We have a photo from high school Where together we were Oh my
0: god, <laughs> no No, I'm getting cancelled I'm getting cancelled right now No, I'm getting cancelled Sunny, you was that
1: Okay, it was, it was initiated by both of us I'm half Korean And we did this thing where we made fun of Asian eyes And we said like japanese eyes Which is ironic because Technically Japanese people make fun of Koreans More than Koreans do the other way around <laughs> Like, when you look at, like, the world hierarchy or whatever, it's, like, Japanese people are the colonizers. But in that moment, we were, like, yeah, Japanese people, you suck. And we said, like, oh, japanese eyes. And we made this, like, joke, um, which I didn't even think about at the time. Because at the time, we were not yet. I mean, we are from a small rural town. People can cancel us it if was they also, want to. But like,
0: it was also 2014. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, literally. It's, like, a
1: different time, a different space, a different era. We were in high school. We had a lot. We had a lot to learn. Um... But all that said, we did that, which is really funny. And, well, really funny, among other things. I guess problematic, too. <laughs> and, honestly, I'm also happy with my appearance. And that's that's the yeah. main point. I'm just really happy that we're both able to come to a point of being happy with it. And I feel very lucky to have grown up with my mom, who... Always told me that I was beautiful, even at points where I wasn't, where I had a rolling backpack, which I think pretty much just like mm-hmm. precludes beauty. <laughs> and yeah, even um, even
0: those three months in junior year, that man, you were looking like a train wreck. But I'm well, glad you, your mom you told saw you me. You were no,
1: exactly, and she really did, and <laughs> she stanned me when no one else would, and that I think had a big difference. And um, you yeah. know, on top of having my ex uh, compliment my nudes, but we'll le- we'll leave that to the side. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, I feel very beautiful and. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I just agree. I think the U.S. has fucked up culture in a lot of ways. This is a rant I could totally go on that I'll leave for another time. Um, we really suck. We don't. We don't do a very good job of like endorsing any kind of values because we live in this like post-liberal fucked up society. Um, but the one thing that we're good about is embracing different types of beauty. And you'll look at like mm-hmm. the classic example for me is East Asia because I spent a lot of time there now, having studied there and and being. Half Korean. Although I mean, you could argue about how much I really know the culture, and that's fine. But the standard of South Korea, yeah, the dude. standard. Plastic I mean, surgery. The sta- exactly. The standard of beauty is you get plastic surgery to look like the people that you want to look like, and then everyone who's beautiful starts to kind of look similar. And uh, I think that one of the coolest to things be... the US has, mm, yes.
0: I used to be obsessed with videos about that, like, like some, some years back, about, about South Korean plastic surgery And how people who had, like, crazy jawlines, for example, would get them shaved down to look like tiny, doll-like aliens. And yeah. I was like, that fucking insane. No,
1: exactly. And it's insane because I went to Japan, I studied abroad in Japan, and honestly, I think I was evaluated as being way hotter there just because I had, like, double eyelids and, like, wider features because I'm half Korean and half white, mm-hmm. right? Which was cool, mm-hmm. but I was also, like, Y'all are really selling yourself short because you're way hotter than me, first of all. And, like, there's mm-hmm. no reason to just let these colonialist influences affect you to the right. point of thinking that, like, anyone who's slightly white is hotter. I see, you know, I see, like, white boys getting mad pussy over there who are gross. Like, gross white boys. I know. And it's like, they Isn't don't they sad? don't deserve it. No, seriously. So, um, all that like, t- yeah. the effects of
0: colonialism yeah. are affecting us no, centuries well, that's, later. Okay,
1: that's the thing is people in the U.S. don't realize because we just live here— But you go to Uh any other country and it's so affected by the U.S. Especially, like, having spent Uh time in Hong Kong and Japan, it's like you meet anyone and they're aware of, like, how white people look and how they think that white people might be more attractive or, like, have more, quote-unquote, three-dimensional faces because they have deeper set eyes and and bigger noses and, um, like, how their roads and the clothing that they wear is affected by Western culture and... You don't think about any of that when you're living in the U.S., growing up in the U.S., at least for me. Um, But, you know, the U.S. has affected the whole world, whether or not it's meant to. And despite all of that, you have, you know, millions and millions of citizens who can't even speak another language, which is just shameful. Absolutely shame on the U.S. for having a shitty education system and... And And it goes back
0: even it goes even further back than the U.S. Like it goes it goes back to the times of like the the British Empire being like this far larger. Yeah, and colonizing India,
1: which we saw a little bit in last week's episode. Like and like okay,
0: like you look at that and then you look at the fact that like india hasn't been independent for that long in the grand scheme of Mm -hmm. things and then you look at the fact that uh india is like um the the highest user country of skin whitening creams and you can't help but see a correlation in that no seriously yeah
1: yeah it's like long lasting effects yeah
0: I know, like people, people over there dead ass like uh, ble- bleach their skin with like this. Oh my God, what's it called? Quinine? Something like yeah. it's it's a terrible, terrible chemical that like like weakens your skin barrier over time, so you have really thin skin by the time you're pale white. And they do it because it it basically it basically kind of aggregates this um, this uh, like cultural a portion of social class yeah. to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so sad and. Um, it's so sad and I definitely saw that when um I I don't know if listeners know this but I used to live in Mexico and I um there was a lot of um American influence um on like media and well there was there was a lot of American media I should say that was uh, that was imported into Mexico and um and you would see a lot of people consuming this, and then you would see them trying to emulate the pe- the way people looked in that media, mm-hmm, B- like basically mm-hmm. the same shit. I don't know that I ever like really heard about skin whitening creams until I like learned about India. But basically, anything below that, you had it. Like, yeah, and, and so yeah. it's it's all like people, like like uh fuck, like uh blue contact lenses, mm-hmm, uh, ble- ble- bleaching your mm-hmm. hair, um like. Uh, the clothing you wore, like it's just, um, it's it's like all oriented
1: was... towards trying to look whiter.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's sad. It makes me sad, not like in a like in a pity like in a pitiful way, but like it just it makes me sad yeah, exactly. because it's like shit that sucks. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because these things have come to represent wealth and like social class, and it's so unfair and detrimental to to like the inherent culture of other places. It really sucks. Yeah,
0: it's crazy, and it's crazy that like in the US, um, in the US people like actually tan. No, um, literally, and then in the US people are like, like... "Well,
1: that's not real because I want to tan." It's like, yo,
0: I know. You
1: just don't. I know. It's it's
0: so funny. Like like in East Asia, people are trying to be paper white, yeah, and in the U.S., yeah. it's like, oh no, if you look like you took a trip in the sun, then you're wealthy because that means you have money to go travel, and so you have to look. Tan. Oh my God, yeah. And, and I
1: mean, East Asian culture has its own history in terms of trying to look white so that it doesn't look like you've been in the fields and binding oh, feet true, and stuff that. True, that true, to true, be true. fair, I think is like less related to colonialism, at least. To mm-hmm. my knowledge, I mean, for all I know, that stuff has colonial roots, too. No, that, that's but, true. That was a um, thing in, like,
0: ancient China, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: so I think that there's, like, unrelated stuff that relates to it. But at the end of the day, it really does connect these days to, like, this insane, like, cultural inferiority complex. I especially mm-hmm. felt that in Japan, where it was, like... You know, after World War II, Japan got fucked by the US. We went to Japan and we said, "We're going to censor your shit. We're going to take over for 5 years from 1950 to 1955 and just censor whatever mm-hmm. we feel like. We're going to install your mm-hmm. next prime minister and you're going to have nothing to say about it." And and I mean, I'm not going to feel sorry for Japan because Japan fucked over the rest of Asia too, right? Japan was a colonizer, mm-hmm. um sexual slavery in Korea and in China mm-hmm. and the Philippines like uh, literally Japan has something to say for themselves, but Japan then got fucked over by the US, and now there's this like, decades-long inferiority complex that you can still feel, and it's uh, just... It's just wild! It's like, whoa, history really do be having an effect on the, the consciousness of every single person living today. Like
0: right yeah right
1: yeah i can't i can't um, believe we're just gonna, and, <laughs> this literally
0: my <laughs> no, no no it's fine <laughs> listen 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 it's fine we're, we're we're about to finish but uh but but i do want to make a final point like um uh, like going back to what i was talking about in mexico like something else that you see a lot and listen people can say whatever they want and you can burn me and you can call me out but i know that i'm right um something else is that th- <laughs> like Racism in Mexico is a thing, and a lot of people don't know about this because oh, why they're all Mexicans? It's a monolithic culture, and like no, yeah, literally, and they're like, well, Mexican. Latinos
1: are minorities, so they can't be racist. I think you know, it's... you know, a lot of <laughs> no, no, Asians no, no, no. are like, racist too. I don't know. Mm.
0: Right, right, but like, I mean, I mean, within 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 the country of Mexico, though, yeah, like, right, yeah. like it's whole a whole other conversation yeah, whether right like. Latinos in foreign countries can be racist. Like mm-hmm. it's that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Whatever, but like I'm talking about Mexicans in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like trying to say, it. but the point is that like people in Mexico are racist towards people that are darker, and it's sad because those people uh, happen to be the indigenous communities that have been there for a long time, and we disrespect them and we treat them so poorly, totally. and a lot of them are under the poverty yeah. line. Yeah, and, and I don't think like
1: native, I don't think native populations are recognized enough in like Central and Southern America. But yeah. yeah. Mm
0: yeah and, and 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 i feel like we do it a service to ourselves when when we do that uh, we you know the 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 mexican in me is like that that's what i mean um because because these people represent this kind of like lineage of of ancestors that have for the for the most part been um, untouched, right? Yeah. Like these people remain. I have kept the, the same. Uh, like their lineage has the same facial features. So it's like they're from like uh, Aztec or, or or Mayan descent mm-hmm, or or mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's just sad the way we treat them because at the same time a lot of mexicans a lot of mixed mexicans like myself talk about oh we are so proud of our of our heritage and we are proud mexicans and it's like well the people who are the mexican-est you know for lack of a better word you treat them like shit yeah and yeah and 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 you're racist towards them because they're 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 browner than yeah. you are and i think that's a lot of shit it is
1: tough i you know i've heard that a lot with brazil as like a mixed race person people always talk about how mixing the races is going to solve racism and then people mm-hmm. will bring up well look at brazil where everyone is mixed and there's still so much colorism around like who's mm-hmm. darkest versus mm-hmm. who's lightest mm-hmm. and the lightest people went out um so i mean it sounds it sounds similar where it's like sure yeah. you can like Mix everyone and talk about that, but you'll still find some gradient to discriminate on. Um,
0: Colonialism's got us fucked for days, dude. It really We do. could all be fucking purple and we'd be like, well, but you're a little more violet than, than purple. You yeah, know, don't, so, you think, don't you like... think violet's
1: just like a prettier color naturally? <laughs> what do you just say that that's like a more aesthetic color? So, like, you know, I mean, you can't oh, help if God. you discriminate a little bit over that, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I no, literally, like, literally, he, some he, of the reasonings here—it's it's people just being like, "Well, don't you think whiter people are just like a little better looking?" Like, what? I literally heard a Korean American person talk about this, and I think it was because mm-hmm. of his own inferiority complex. I don't think he meant harm by it, but he was like, "Well, whiter people are just hotter, so like, of course I'm less attractive." And I was like, "What are you talking right, about? Right, like, I'm, that is such internalized, like, deep
0: internalized shit. colonialism, yeah. precisely." Like, yeah,
1: and it's it felt so shitty to hear from him because it was like, "Oh, dude, like." You could be mad hot. You could get <laughs> you can get mad bitches if you just got over this colonialist. If you just like, shut the fuck like, up <laughs> the <community laughs> complex that you have right now.
0: It's it's uh. crazy because um that's that's what it is. Like and the thing is like he probably wasn't being malicious at all. Like he probably legitimately believed in what he was yeah. saying, but the problem is that he only believes that because of this toxic influence that his brain has. No, no, And it's so exactly. sad.
1: And it's like also Let's say that you really are in conflict. You're like, I don't know. Maybe white people could be hotter. Maybe Asian people could be hotter. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're in conflict, just choose the one that helps you more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at that point, just say, you know what? <laughs> if it really
0: is 50-50. <laughs> no, exactly. Then, yeah. then
1: just say, you know what? I'm Korean, so I'm just going to say Korean people are, like, really hot. And I'm just going to go for it and believe that. Kind of like what you mentioned. Like, at right. some point, you just have to, like, support your own appearance and say, I'm hot. And people have to deal with that, you know? And, I mean, that's all you can... That's all you can do, living yeah. living the way yeah, you
0: it, live. It, it's it's crazy, and and you want to hear something something funny? It's it's funny to me that like it was actually my very much white boyfriend that helped me a lot with my self acceptance. Mm. And I know that's like oh now now we're courting to the fourth power, <laughs> but 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 it's um, it's true. And um, thank you, baby, for listening. Aww, that's um, so cute.
1: You know what? My my yeah. white ex boyfriend helped believe helped me believe in the sexiness of my body a lot he sexualized me a lot so thank you
0: (laughs) hey listen
1: (laughs) listen he wasn't out here to call me beautiful but he was out here to call me sexy and i'll take it so thank you if you're uh, listening so anyway Imagine, oh my god i don't think he ever listens but if he did that would be insane okay uh,
0: so uh anyway hi welcome to episode 88 today we're talking about mysterious sounds we're and we're gonna get started right now
1: in, holy... i'm gonna pee in oh myself i'm sure some of this is gonna get cut
0: out i'm sure some of this is gonna get cut out I by um, it, uh, afraid to get canceled andre in post-production <laughs> <laughs> um uh, no. So no for real. Um we're talking about mysterious sounds. I I believe this was use uh listen and requested, so thank you to whoever requested it. I can't I I can't I I don't have the receipts with me, but I believe I'm pretty sure it was. And um uh. when I yeah, 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 yeah. And and a couple of the topics that that we've covered are for sure. So, it, when I once I looked into this, um I definitely uh wanted to pick it up and Sunny was on board, so here we are. It's super interesting what I found. Um uh there's, there's not really, like, back any background to give on Mysterious Sounds. They really are just what they sound. You know sound. what, though? <laughs> I do have some
1: pretty sick thoughts, if not background. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Thoughts not as in whores, as in actual thoughts coming from my mind into your mind via this podcast. So, mm-hmm. Mysterious Sounds. I took a poetry class once. This seems like a tangent, but it's very relevant. And I had a professor who was descended from a really famous Greek poet, because that's exactly how... Uh, professions seem to work these days you go to an ivy league university and you're like i'm not talking to julia roberts but i'm talking to her granddaughter who has to be a great actor because it's julia roberts Mm -hmm. granddaughter (laughs) so it's the same type of idea where it was like it's this greek woman she's the granddaughter of a really famous greek poet and now she's out here teaching poetry because why not just follow in your ancestors footsteps mindlessly right that was a tangent that wasn't Mm -hmm. relevant but (laughs) but she we talked about poetry and she said um let's talk about poetry and what it is and why it's different from plain written text. Cause up until then, I, I just done plain fiction stuff. And she was like, the difference is that it's spoken too, right? When we think about poetry, we think about what does it mean for something to be spoken rather than written. And I actually think I gained so much from that discussion because, um, this is a Tumblr post that I'm going to, to quote here, but there's a really fun Tumblr post and it says, if visual art is how we decorate space, Music is how we decorate time. So I'll I'll leave that out there Ah. for a second. Yeah. So the thing is, when you have something visual, like a book, you have it there in place, in front of you, and you can look at it and refer to it, right? It's physical, it's tangible. When you have something spoken, something that you hear, you hear it once, and then it's gone, right? So there's something Mm -hmm. a lot more mysterious and spooky and ethereal to that, because you don't have it there for reference, you hear it once, and then it's it's gone. It's a decoration of time, right? And time passes, and you don't have repeated right. access to that. So right now we're talking about um, unexplained sounds for this episode, and I just think that's awesome. Thank you to whoever requested this because unexplained sounds is very spooky, right? Instead of unexplained texts mm-hmm. or unexplained artifacts or whatever it is, unexplained sounds, you hear them, and then they're gone. And now, of course, we, right. yeah, we're lucky to have audio, so we will be able to play some of these sounds for you, which is sick, and like record them, which makes it a little less ethereal. Um, but it's, it's a really cool sort of different quality to it, and I think that there's something very spooky about hearing a sound that has that deep of an effect on you, because it passes so quickly, and then it's gone. And that is my totally. that's my yeah. background thoughts for the episode. That was a little um, that was a little rant, but you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that was very philosophical. Thank you. I was gonna say um, that made, that what we you were just talking about made me think about like, oh my god, like what if in order to make this podcast like a lost podcast, like years from now or or something like a mysterious like, what if when we end the podcast we um, take down all the audio from the internet, we take it off the internet. And so, only people who like downloaded the episodes, like, will e- will will ever, you know, and, and ourselves will ever have um, this audio. And anyone else will not be able to find it on the internet anymore.
1: I love it. And it'll that. be like one of those yeah. Reddit, like,
0: lost episodes of what a TV show yeah, or something. And then people like, just like, have oh, they, to yeah. talk
1: about, like, what they remember, right? And you get, like, oral histories right, right. and, like, things start to change over time. Yeah. That's really cool. In so, its like, 50 way. years from now, yeah
0: 50 years from now, people will be like, oh, yeah, in the 2020s, there was this podcast. Well, was, I mean, like, if anyone like, actually
1: <laughs> cares enough to talk about our podcast,
0: <laughs> i i know but like assuming that that's what happens right um that would be so funny yeah
1: <laughs> that's so true also i'm gonna be real along the along the theme of sunny being drunk i have to go pee so i'll be right back i'm sure we'll edit <laughs> oh that's sure fine we'll that's fine out, i'll pee back I'm no we
0: pee. won't <laughs> okay
1: okay i'm back
0: and that's why <laughs> sunny is the perfect co-host <laughs>
1: yes all the aforementioned reasons that i'm sure you heard plenty about um make me the absolute ideal co-host i do what i can you know i
0: know number i know reason number three was weird everyone with the whole thing about the boobs (laughs) but it's it's true it's true so anyway um so we were talking about mysterious sounds so sunny i want you to start what kind of mysterious sound do you have?
1: I have many a mysterious sound. One of the first that I researched is a very cool one that involves, out of all things, nuclear warfare. So this one is called UVB-76, also known as the buzzer. It's a shortwave radio station, and every one minute, if you go onto the shortwave radio, you can hear it transmit a buzzing sound, which I'm sure we'll play, we'll insert it, like, here... Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, yeah. <laughs> technically, it's owned by the Russian Armed Forces, and it's broadcast out of Moscow. But no specific Russian officials have ever taken claim for it. So there's a lot of uh, theories around who is actually um, who's actually taking the time to every one minute transmit a buzzing sound, right? Who has that kind of time on their sa- on their hands? Who's being paid to do that? What is the purpose of this? It's
0: really creepy too. Like I I, I think I heard that years ago. Yeah. Uh, like creepy pasta about it or something like this this yeah this this radio station that keeps just saying numbers and shit and like yeah. exactly
1: exactly it's very much like who who's doing this and why it gives you like kind of chills when you're like there's just this constant sound of static um so no one has admitted to staffing the radio station but one of the big theories as to what it is is that it's a dead hand signal so i had to look this up But the Dead Hand is a computer system, and the idea is that if it detected that there was no chain of command among the Soviet Union military, now it would be the Russian military, um, but this was set up in the 80s, then it would deploy all of the Soviet Union's nuclear weapons to go off. So it was sort of like a last minute thing of like, oh hey, the US has killed all of our military officials. So what we're going to do is respond and deploy all of our military shit. So the Dead mm-hmm. Hand is sort of a last a last response around nuclear warfare and the biggest theories around UVV 76 are that it's a Dead Hand and if for some reason it's not able to broadcast or detect there's something wrong, then it'll trigger a uh, a nuclear response from Russia now. So pretty wild okay, one so what mm-hmm. do you
0: what do you hear when you when you tune into this radio station and also can mere mortals like ourselves just tune into it on am, AM fm radio or do you need you should else?
1: be able to from what i've read it's just a regular uh, shortwave radio station i mean considering it's shortwave i don't actually know if it's accessible if you're very far from russia um
0: i'm testing your ham radio i know okay
1: here's the funny thing (laughs) me and andre and a couple of high school clubs one of them being ham radio club which i'm pretty sure neither of us did for any reason other than college applications because why? precisely why else would you do the ham radio club there's no reason i was like hey check me out i'm a quirky girl who does the ham radio club because no other girl in her right mind would do this club
0: i mean listen there was also that one guy in there that i liked but beyond that that i thought was was gay who did
1: you you
0: like hello <laughs> sunny wait <laughs> if you re- if you recall there was this person in ham radio club either either he was in ham radio club which i'm pretty sure he was or at least he visited once maybe i'm maybe i'm maybe i'm recalling oh. this wrong but yeah yeah that the, the i thought the person was wait there. i was like does his, does his name start with an me. e no it was with an a
1: oh <laughs> wait a second wait a second does it does it start with an a <laughs>
0: I'll refresh your memory after the podcast. Okay,
1: okay. Wow, I'm actually freaking out. Okay, we'll definitely check in on that. Um,
0: But but no, so we both did ham radio.
1: Um, So what you hear is like a really weird buzzing sound. And you hear the buzzing sound and then silence for a minute. And then Mm. the buzzing sound comes in out of nowhere again for a few seconds. And then it goes off and it's off for a minute. And then it comes in again. So it's just this really weird buzzing sound that comes in every minute precisely. And but yes, that is the UVB-76. Wish I could tell you what exactly it's doing. I'm curious for sure about whether it's some kind of nuclear weapon thing, but I feel like if it were a nuclear weapon thing, Russia would be less likely to broadcast that, right? They just have some kind of internal thing and if it if it went off, then it would then it would go off. They wouldn't tell the world this is our dead hand
0: yeah i think that's far too extravagant a proposition it's i think it would be it would be very much hidden and not just like a thing you can tune Mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. um uh but i'll definitely try it tonight with you know my um my ham oh i'm sure sure i'm sure that you keep up with so well uh uh-huh take down some notes god mr P would be so ashamed
1: of us (laughs)
0: Oh my God anyway, um thank you for sharing that 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 sounds like a pretty spooky radio station if you all want to go check it out. Uh, what's it called again Son? It is
1: called the UVB seventy six also known as the buzzer. It's really interesting and it is broadcast from Moscow. so you know, who knows what Russian minds are up to?
0: <laughs> all right, so um let me tell you one of the things that I got so this is this is pretty spooky. Um I don't know if you've heard about the hum mm-hmm. um. Mm-hmm okay the hum also known as well as different things in different places like in new mexico for example it's called as a taos hum which is also one of the bigger names that this thing has and it comes from new mexico because of a like a region where this happened or whatever but like it's it's called it's known as the hum worldwide and it is literally what it sounds like right so there have been reports of a humming sound coming from the sky uh, for decades now and but the thing is that this hasn't been happening before that it hasn't been happening for centuries it's only been happening in the last number of decades four or five decades so it's not like i feel like that actually makes it harder to explain as something that's like oh it's just a thing that's happened all the time it's something geological because then we would have records of that from all the time mm-hmm. you know um so there's that It's known as the Windsor Windsor Hum in Canada, if that helps anybody. But anyway, so this. So it's an international thing. Oh, all over the world. All over the world. So there have been reports of this humbling, rumbling, droning noise. (laughs) You sound like a Dr. Seuss book. In the U.S., in the U.K., in New Zealand, in Canada, is where uh, most of these uh, have come from. However, I wonder if uh, we only think this because a lot of um, like reports that would come from um, like east asian for example like we might not be getting them here or like having them reported on our newspapers or whatever or even like on our side of the internet since there's so much censorship like uh well in china at least just Mm -hmm. but um but but as far as we know like a lot of these a lot of these hum reports the majority of them come from these countries now um so what happens so in 1973 a report mentions uh, a university study of 50 cases of people complaining about a low throbbing background noise that others were unable to hear and immediately you think oh like tinnitus yeah but this okay the sound always peaked between 30 and 40 hertz and was found to only be heard during cool weather with a light breeze and often early in the morning and these noises were often confined to a 10-kilometer wide area. Here's the problem. If it's just tinnitus, if you travel outside of that 10-kilometer radius and then you don't hear it anymore, well, that's really fucking weird why your tinnitus just went away just like that just because you crossed a, a, a radius line. Mm. Um, so, it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> um, that That's that's one of the first um, kind of mentions of this. It was in a, a university study that took this upon themselves because they had people reporting this and complaining. So they were like, well, let's look into it. But then we jump into the 1990s in New Mexico. Uh, where there was an indication that at least 2% of people in the area could hear it and you're like okay again tinnitus but each hearer apparently heard this thing at a different frequency between 32 hertz and 80 hertz for those who like don't know about hertz which I barely know myself don't worry i a genius that's loud um well it's I should say it's high is what I mean. Like as in you know how like dog whistles only work for dogs and like humans can't hear mm-hmm. it? That's because they're at a very high herds. And so as as far as I understand. Um, yeah, so like really don't high Don't in, cast in, only in, for like, being stupid.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Um, there were similar results found in a British study that same decade in the 90s and uh, just like in um, the the first example in 1973 the example in the 90s in in Taos Hum in New Mexico um, also found that the sound kind of had a range in this case it was a 30 mile range and um, once you exited it you didn't hear the sound anymore so definitely not a medical condition because what the fuck does systems have to do with that uh there were approximately equal percentages of male and female uh hearers of this sound and um that's 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 what we got like it's literally it's it's so weird so i mean that's what we got as far as like um like uh, more researched examples uh, of where this has happened but like there's a million youtube videos of individual people just like you know filming what they what they hear and in um, some of the videos you can hear it so like you know it's not just them and like their tinnitus or their brain or whatever but like it's something's actually humming in the sky mm. and in others you can't um but um but like as far as like you know university-wide or region-wide studies there haven't been a lot of uh, of them probably because people just you know think these people are crazy which like not fair listen to people dude maybe there's something here um anyway so there's a couple explanations for this um i'm not gonna like insert an audio for the hum because it's not gonna be nearly as impressive as like your thing if you guys want to uh hear what the hum sounds like there's again a million youtube videos just look it up um they're pretty spooky they're pretty spooky at least the ones that you can hear um people have theorized that this could be due to mechanical devices in nearby areas where these people live um that that are hearing the sounds um but i have my thoughts on that i think i'll get back to that later um, people say that it could be tinnitus, which I already explained why I don't think it's that. There's also a theory that um, these could be spontaneous autoacoustic emissions. And what these are, are human ears apparently generate their own noises, which are called spontaneous autoacoustic emissions. And various studies have shown that 38 to 60% of adults with normal hearing have them, although the majority are unaware of these sounds. These people who do hear these sounds typically hear a faint hissing, like a cicada insect-like sound, a buzzing or ringing, especially if they are otherwise in complete silence. Researchers who looked at the Taos hum considered autoacoustic emissions as a possibility. Now, here's the thing. I have this. When there's complete silence, I get, like, like a ringing noise. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, I hope that's not tinnitus. Fuck, I'm too young, but I don't think it is. Uh, I think um, that's tinnitus, (laughs) dude. (laughs) <laughs> well, <laughs> well, then forget the auto-acoustic emissions, but... Um, uh, no, like, it doesn't happen all the time, and it only happens if the silence is truly complete, and it is prolonged. And, it I don't know, it doesn't feel dangerous or medical, like, trust me, it's not, like, that strong or that often, but I've definitely experienced that, and so, it, it sounds like a, like a, like a, like a tiny, like, high-pitched ring. I wouldn't describe it as a hum, so I don't know about these. But, I don't think so. So, people say it could also be a jet stream, which I think is a load of shit. Doesn't sound like a jet stream at all to me. And, uh, people also theorize that it could be a number of animals, which, like, I also don't think. I can get into the details if you want me to, but I just, I didn't vibe with any of this. People were like, oh, it could be a type of fish. It could be a wasp nest. And I'm like, no, no, and no. You guys need to go watch these videos on your own, because it's really kind of an undescribable, uh, broad humming strong sound coming from like all areas of the sky at least that's what the sense you get when you're watching these videos that people record um thoughts
1: that is interesting i think well the first thing is that it's tough to tell because we live just like living the way we do requires a lot of sound like someone starts a lawnmower that's enough noise pollution for, like, a neighborhood. And then, you know what I mean? So I think when I was listening to a lot of the sounds that we talk about, it was hard to not say, how do I not know that this is just someone's chainsaw going off too loudly or something? But the the other tough thing is that these reports reminded me a lot of the Havana syndrome, which we've actually talked about before. Do you know the thing with, like, mm-hmm. yeah, so all the mm-hmm. U.S. diplomats in Cuba and Canadian diplomats in Cuba that that basically had brain traumatic brain injuries because of the sound that they heard yeah. and they had to come back and uh, it caused really stressed diplomatic relations actually between the US and Cuba and Canada and Cuba and um, there is a lot of stipulation around there not stipulation there's a lot of um, what's the word not stipulation but um,
0: scandal like
1: yeah scandal speculation 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 scandal no totally around um whether cuba had crafted this weapon because they claimed that it was not at all their fault or that they weren't trying to do that and they were down to investigate it um so basically that was the whole thing and when they investigated that actually this is a really cool thing this just came out in december of 2020 so this is a brand new update for listeners on this issue which is that the December 2020 update is that it sounds like there was some kind of um, radioactive attack on those on those diplomats, and the result was oh them hearing that sound. Yeah, so rather than the sound being an external attack on them, the idea is that they'd been attacked with some kind of specific like radioactivity wave, and that that had caused them to spontaneously hear these sounds um, that's worse. This is way worse. Yeah, which, was, is which exactly <laughs> which was more of a symptom of the of the problems that they were experiencing than the cause. So, um, so that's the latest theory, December 2020, and um, that it, that sounds similar to me to this because it's it's just hard to pinpoint. It's like, what is this sound doing? It doesn't seem to be causing well, any harm, at least. So I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah.
0: I can tell you it sounds like a hum. Like, it sounds like God is humming <laughs> up there. Like, that's God that's little- really be saying, fuck you. <laughs> I know, I know. He's just, like, humming in disapproval. He's like, mm-hmm. He... It's just, it sounds like a giant fucking hum, mm. a, a human hum. It's like, mm, it's crazy. It's so big and it's just coming straight from the sky. Like, I mean, I I, underst- I, mean, I understand I could just be totally off because how can I tell that it's coming from the sky in, in a video because the video has stereo sound and it's a video. I am not there in person. But like the people like filming these, you know, assuming they're not faking it are like, oh my God, it's coming from the sky. And I would assume that these people are I don't know smart enough humans to like understand like I don't know like sound location like I mean not even understand like to just have it I th- I think you naturally know where a sound is coming from um and so hello what the fuck <laughs> um that's the hum girl <laughs> that's go. true
1: that's wild well I'm glad to be discussed <laughs> um, <laughs> so some more of a cool background for listeners is with a lot of these mysterious sounds you hear about them being picked up in the ocean like the pacific ocean or something and you're like why are these sounds being picked up in the pacific ocean and here's why there's the sosus s-o-s-u-s and that's the sound surveillance system which is a passive sonar system developed by the u.s the u.s navy specifically and it's meant it was originally meant to track soviet submarines in the 80s right um Now, Soviet submarines aren't as much an issue. There's Russian submarines, I guess. Um, Cold War being mostly over. But Mm -hmm. now we still have this sound surveillance system that we use, and it picks up fucking crazy sounds. And that's where I think a decent amount of the sounds that both Andre and I come across have come from is just picking up these random ass sounds in the Atlantic Ocean and being like the Pacific Ocean, I should say, Um, or the Atlantic, Uh just saying what's going on with this. Um, so another sound that actually is not from the sosis, so maybe I shouldn't have introduced that. Um, but another sound that is not underwater, it is a sound very much from on Earth in Oregon, in Forest Grove, Oregon, is known as the Forest Grove sound. This is a famous sound, it first appeared in February of 2016 in Forest Grove, Oregon, and it sounds a little bit like a mixture of a giant flute A mechanical scream and a steam whistle and after having listened to it as someone who plays the flute I can confirm it really do be sounding like a giant off tune freaky flute like a flute that's kind of into BDSM you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. um, it has a really high tone and the fire department thought originally thought maybe this is an issue with the sewer system but they got over 200 calls from the city So over 200 people who heard this noise and were bothered enough by it to call in, um, calling into the police to say, hey, there's something wrong here. But there was still no consensus as to what caused it. The police weren't able to come to some kind of conclusion about what it was. There was some speculation. Was it an attic fan? Was it some kind of heat pump? Again, something mechanical. Really interesting with a lot of these sounds that it comes down to, like, sort of human... Uh, noise pollution. I'll talk more about this, but a friend of mine did a really cool project on dolphins and human noise pollution. But, um, yeah. So there's no consensus about the cause of the forest grove sound. Just that the forest grove sound is really freaky. We'll play it, I'm sure. Maybe we can play it here. Or we'll play it somewhere (laughs) earlier. Um, But, uh, just a really weird sort of mechanical sound that you wouldn't expect in a small town in Oregon. And that's that's the tea, because it has not yet been discovered what exactly it is. I mean, I wonder whether it's just some kind of, again, like some kind of appliance gone wrong or something like that, because it's hard to know. But, um, I mean, yeah. Lots of speculation as to what it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so th- that actually reminds me of this creepypasta that I read a long time ago called Barranca. Mm. And it is, um,. Uh, yeah I mean long story short you have some kids in the woods and they hear like uh basically the same thing like a mechanical scream in the fucking like air I'm like what the fuck is that and um a lot of shit happens eventually they find out that it's like some weird cult in the woods that is um that it's like kidnapping kids and like putting them in like a mystical wood chipper <laughs> I mean it's fucked but like mystical wood chipper and... <laughs> yes please daddy <laughs> basically <laughs> um uh and uh they reminded me of that it's, it's, it's pretty spooky because like you know oregon is, is very forestal and so and, and to have this weird high mechanical sound just out of nowhere and kind of random um moments that's uh that's yeah it spooky. is true you know spooky. kirsten
1: stewart is or sorry kristen stewart is shaking in her boots <laughs> in Forks, washington which has yeah, a similar she is. foresty feel you know there shouldn't be <laughs> weird sounds there there should just be vampires uh, who watch you when you sleep yeah and that's what and, we stick
0: to and cryptids oh yes true <laughs> uh um okay so thank you for that um You're now so i'm going mm. to i'm going to bring it up a notch and girl we got the hum but now we got something else coming from the sky mm. we got skyquakes you ever heard of a skyquake you ever heard a skyquake? you know
1: i've never heard a skyquake <laughs> I've heard of them now that we've done the research for the video, but I'm curious to hear what Uh you found.
0: So, um, uh, in in the most general sense, a skyquake is a, a phenomenon where a loud cannon, a trumpet, or a sonic boom is reported to originate from the sky. And the sound can produce shockwaves that vibrate a building or a particular area. So it's the hum, but to the next level, because it's not just some weird thing that you could explain by like, oh, it's a machine far away. It sounds like trumpets. Now, I don't know about you, but I had never heard a wood chipper that sounds like a trumpet. So people that have heard this and these these skyquakes, these trumpet sounds are even some of them are loud cannons. Most of them are trumpets, though um people these are way more widespread than the hum so these skyquakes have been heard in in way more locations around the world you got fucking like the east coast of the united states uh the finger lakes you got Colombia, canada australia japan italy fucking uh, mexico jakarta like everywhere and um again it's like a combination of trumpets and lightning that's how the sun sound is usually described uh, which reportedly then kind of goes away as if it's moving away in like rows which i'm guessing they just mean the ring of sound just gets fainter and fainter so it is looking crazy every country that has described this by the way they all um they all call it Um, Skyquake is just one term for it. Um, People in the US also call it sky trumpets and a lot of other countries around the world in their respective languages refer to it also as some uh, version of sky trumpet. But the point is that the word trumpet is always in there. And so clearly everyone's convinced convinced these skyquakes sound like trumpets just because um these are more impressive than the hum i still recommend you guys go watch videos of this but at least you can hear these more clearly than a yeah. hum and it's more impressive because so it sounds our, like a trumpet like, Trumpet
1: playing listeners let us know does that sound like <laughs> trumpets yeah, totally. or Are people just bullshitting on their base on their baseline shitty trumpet knowledge
0: yeah, or if you were just, like, in band in high school, you can also qualify to leave a comment. Oh, yeah, so, definitely, um, like, if you've
1: played <laughs> trumpet for even a moment in your life, you you
0: count, for sure. <laughs> um, so, it, it, it's insane. People are, by the way, I didn't say earlier, and I can't believe I haven't said this yet, this far into the episode, but of course the hum is aliens. But now <laughs> onto Skyquakes, um, people are convinced that Skyquakes are um, Jesus coming, basically, which you know would be very confusing because earthquakes happen one all around the world, and they've happened many times. So, and well, obviously, so it Jesus wasn't like a been one-time event.
1: Since like forever, like sorry to burst anyone's bubble, <laughs> but my mom believed in like the what's it called the not half moons, but John Hagee. Heaven's book. Gate. <laughs> There's a book that John Hagee wrote on um, nine blood moons. My mom believed in that, mm. and it was basically the latest conspiracy theory. Which, these conspiracy theories have been going on since the 80s, y'all. Everyone's going to tell you that Jesus is coming. And I can tell you that if Jesus were going to come, he would come before G- before Cardi B came. All right? He really would. <laughs> and you know what? Um, If he's going to come after Cardi B came, he's going to come significantly later. Because we've already reached a period of significant world decay. There's, you know? Yeah. I mean, God's going to let it roll for a while, is what I'm saying. And I'm speaking, <laughs> I'm speaking to this from a Christian perspective, because I grew up hearing all about the Bible and whatnot, um, and I just, you know, I mean, maybe he'll, he will come tomorrow, maybe he'll come 2,000 years from now, but there's absolutely no use in trying to place a date on it, which lots of people try to do for very specific monetary reasons, and don't be taken in by that, don't buy the Nine Blood Moons book, and don't buy that the hum is some kind of reason for someone to advertise to you that you should buy their book, okay? Jesus isn't coming at a predictable date. That's been recorded in Revelation. Plenty. This <laughs> is so targeted now. Who knows if there's someone <laughs> relevantly listening to this? But for God's sake, please don't believe in someone who can tell you that they think that they know when Jesus is going to come. Thank you. <laughs>
0: wow. Thank you, Shannon. That was that was very much her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. So proud. So proud oh, to have channeled Shannon in that oh moment. Oh my
0: God i can't believe this is only the first time you fall on shit on christianity i I, we're late to the game i mean hello you've had enough episodes at this point oh yeah no Um, i i mean
1: i grew up i grew up very christian y'all and i i still love a lot of the values and community that comes out of it but i still think a lot of the uh the text is is bullshit um for lack of better words. And if you want to fight me, feel free yeah, to fight me. Feel free to DM us and we can first I,
0: Listen, guys. I um, I don't know if I'll feel uh, bossy enough to leave this in the edit later on, but I'll just say this now. I love Christmas and I love a lot of um, Christian um, symbols and um, a lot of shit like that. But like, Jesus ain't coming. Just fucking yeah, and the, whole, the whole All canceling we have is each other.
1: <laughs> you know, are you really going to tell me and Andre right now that gays are canceled and like, it's okay for you to eat shellfish, but it's not okay to put a dick inside an asshole because... I'll go off on you. Yeah, we're thriving and we're skinny. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, we're skinny. And that's our God. Thank you. Please respect that. Thank you. You can't see it, but I'm putting my hands together right now to say thank you for that. Respect our skinniness as God.
0: Our God is 5'7 and he's 140 pounds. You can deal with it or cry, okay? So...
1: (laughs) Why is that the exact dimensions of my (laughs)
0: ex-boyfriend? Oh, my God. Oh, connections? Hello? No. So, listen... (sighs) I just just wanted to say so yeah people are like oh it's the fucking trumpets of the carriage of God and he's coming down and it's like I mean one no but like even if you were to consider that for a moment like it's not a one-time event like this has happened at many times at different places and so obviously not that but um, people are like well then it's a warning that he's coming and it's like okay how much longer is he gonna warn so I definitely don't think it's that. I also don't think it's aliens, just because like trumpets seem kind of silly, whereas a hum seems ominous. So I wonder if it is one of the hypotheses that normal people have, which is it's either a uh, coronal mass ejection, so like basically a big um, a big sun storm, a big solar solar wind, basically um, letting out a, a shit ton of mass into the into space, and some of that reaches Earth and it makes this weird sound because it bumps into our atmosphere or something like that, um, or gas there's just straight up gas like either a lot of farts which that's a Love joke that or us. gas escaping yeah i know gas escaping from like vents in the earth's surface mean um, military aircraft yeah basically earth farts um that's the new uh, uh name for the podcast by the way starting uh episode earth farts, 90, earth Cute. farts. yeah um, also, I wanted to say, um, the views of Sunny do not, uh, do not, uh, necessarily align with the views of the Scary Talk podcast, uh, LTD, because, um, uh, we stan WAP. Uh, listen, Cardi B can be kind of problematic, but I at oh, least stand WAP. Oh, no, for so, sure. Uh,
1: I actually stand Cardi B. Yeah. I follow her on Instagram. I think she's an icon, so... <laughs> Yeah,
0: you said two things can be true at the same time I can uh, both think she's the antichrist and a bastard well, from world decay I think and also she represents
1: hurt. what Christians think is like the decline of all morality but I think if you look a little yeah. closer Cardi B is actually a pretty great bitch so.
0: can you believe that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's tongue are going to cause the the complete collapse of Western oh, society no. I, just, I can't Comple- believe it
1: completely. I mean you know unless, unless Trump is uh, elected like an eighth time what what options do we have left as a society? Because who else is going to tell us to grab people by the pussy and uh, and, and disrespect Precisely. women in exactly the right way where we pretend that we're respecting them at the same time? And that's on that's now, on modern since, Christianity. So
0: since this podcast is already an absolute train wreck. I guess I might as well go into one other small, uh, small segue, which was that. Um, um, oh, my God. I totally forgot. Honestly, I'm gonna cut this out. Forget it. <laughs> anyway, um, so those are some of the theories. <laughs> I have no idea what uh, what sky trumpets could be, but I don't think it's anything ominous. I think these, these angels, probably can clearly. be explained by something normal. Yeah, obviously. So I have another one I would have added, that. but we don't have
1: time. So maybe another episode yeah. <laughs> another day. But I think it's also cool because we've covered a lot of sounds already. We've talked about the bloop. We've talked about Havana Syndrome. Like, sounds yeah. have just kind of come up. And I think it's great that we've had this consolidated time to really discuss mysterious sounds. And thank you to the listeners Absolutely. for recommending that. Thank you in general for being... Li- it's It still blows my mind that people listen to us because we're like, you know, <laughs> dumb bitches 87 incorporated. Girl, um,
0: they love us in Thailand. And we have like 2,000 listeners per okay, episode. Okay, literally, so Thailand, obviously... we love you.
1: So, so don't stop. Um but thank you and you know what maybe I'll be drunk for our podcast episodes more often because this is fun but maybe I'll listen to it and be like wow she's a wreck so we'll decide we'll decide later
0: yeah definitely you know of all episode topics Mysterious Sounds was not at all what I thought would have a part 2 but we had such loose mouths in this episode that we barely covered anything (laughs) so sorry everyone Um, I don't think this episode even deserves to be called Mysterious Sounds it's gonna have to be something like Mysterious Sounds sounds. Sunny Drunk for an hour unexplainable
1: (laughs) conversation conversations realistically
0: (laughs) yeah there's gonna be mysterious sounds but the mysterious sounds are gonna be "Eh," (laughs) so that's the episode um we hope you liked it if you have any um oh my god i ran out of saliva if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes please do let us know by um dming us at talk scary on twitter and instagram and at scary talk on facebook um uh, we
1: love feedback we read it we love you all yeah thank you for listening
0: absolutely we read the shit you send us and we appreciate you so much for listening remember um uh fuck the sky is scary go vegan good night Uh, all mothman is real good
1: night (laughs)